Abel literally told me in the car the other day, he's like, I can't wait till I turn five and I can drive your car. They actually look like a big old <laughs> in a pot. I've been trying to like sit there for an hour, but I was bored as anything uh, as well, so I was like... Firstly, I'd like to cancel Threads, the app. <laughs> it sucks. It literally sucks. You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lorne where we chat all things food and business. Right, welcome to Around the Dinner Table episode 21. I know, I was just thinking that this morning. My name is uh, Lorne and this is Cherie. Fun fact about Cherie, she moved out of home because her parents wouldn't let her have a birthday party. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, that's actually fair. And then you invited us all to your birthday party at your new flat. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. and that was the first time that I ever sober drove mum and dad home from somewhere because I must yeah. have like just had my learners or something. They probably shouldn't have been letting me sober drive if I was on my learners, but I would have only been 15. I think you would have been younger because I actually moved out of home when I was 17. 18. It was your 18th birthday party, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was my 18th birthday party, yeah. And they wouldn't let me have a party. So I would have only been 14. Yeah. And you drove mum and dad and home. And I sober drove mum and dad home. Oops. You just, <laughs> just, you just um, outed them. <laughs> oh, that's actually, I didn't even um, realise that. That's hilarious. That's actually a reasonable thing to do because it's better than drink driving, I think. Yes. Yeah. Back when. But when do you get your licence now? 16? It's not 15. It was 15 back in the day, yeah. but. I, I was wondering that the other day because I was just thinking, I was like, I oh, wonder- Pepper's growing up so fast. I was like, oh my gosh. What about when she's going to learn to drive? Abel, like, how am I going to cope with this? Abel literally told me in the car the other day, he's like, I can't wait till I turn five and I can drive your car. <laughs> and I'm like, mate, five. I don't, yeah, I, def- I moved out of home. I'm quite, I'm quite strong-willed if I want to do something. Yeah. yeah. So do you I, know what I did instead when mum and dad wouldn't let me have a birthday party? Didn't have a party? No, I convinced one of my friends to go to mum and dad and say, can we give Lorne a surprise party? Ah, uh, yes. And they couldn't say no to her because she was like a good friend and she was like the little innocent one. And so they said yes to her. Yeah, but your lawn youth group party is very different from. We were, no, we were, still playing, we were still playing Kings or whatever with well, yeah. mum. We got mum drunk at my. <laughs> that might have been my 18th. or Yeah, it would have been my 18th yeah. birthday party. Yeah. Fun times. Anyway, what's been in your plate this week? Oh, I've been cooking because it's been Matariki weekend and. I have been cooking more than I've cooked in ages. Nice. It's been so good. So we did the truffle dinner, and it was outstanding. Oh. I'd say that's the best meal. Or I don't know, like probably best in terms of like delicate effort and flavors uh, and stuff. I don't, yeah, yeah, and um, it's just all my favorite things. Yep. Literally all my favorite yep. things. So we had. I lit the pizza oven and we did wood fire pizza bread yep. with burrata, prosciutto, and then we did and covered that in truffle. And then we did, or George made a, a fresh pappardelle with mushroom, like a light mushroom sort of truffle butter sauce, some lemon over top. And then I did the ricotta gnocchi, which I've remade this week because I made it and I was like, this is, why do I not make this every week? It's insane. So the recipe I've done in Keepers is with a mushroom sauce, and it's quite heavy. Yeah. You don't need a mushroom sauce. Like, just no. make the gnocchi, pan fry it in butter, lemon, sage. And I did not oh. even realise that that gnocchi wasn't potato. Like, I didn't even know that it Most was Most people r- wouldn't know, I don't think. I've made it into I, a TikTok, and I think that needs to go off. Like, it's 
It's such a good recipe. It wasn't until I saw it on the TikTok that I was like, wait, what? I, like, I knew that it was, like, light and fluffy and didn't really taste super potatoy, but I thought that was more like the lemon and the other flavours going on. Yeah. No, you just make it with ricotta. So it's, it's ricotta. so easy. 500 grams, like 350 grams of flour, three eggs, three egg yolks, a cup of parmesan, tablespoon of mangrind. That's... Boom. Gnocchi done. And Dough. quick. Oh, I did start to finish 30 minutes yesterday. So good, eh? Oh, so and it was like, how good were those gnocchis on? You just cover them in parmesan at the end and yep. fry them up with the all crisp and golden. Oh, my God. Go find that so TikTok. Good. Yeah, go and find the TikTok and comment on it because it. it should... I don't understand TikTok. Eh? Like, 53 people have saved that TikTok, yep. but it's only shown it to 3,000 people. Yeah. Like... It's weird. Weird, eh? Speaking of TikTok, go follow Around the Dinner Table on TikTok as well because... Oh, yes, the podcast has got a... Um, it's not good. I've realised my posture's really bad. Oh, because you know you're seeing yeah, yourself? Yeah, well, every time I look at myself, I'm like, oh, gosh, I love the sound of my voice, but I hate the sight of my face. <laughs> you do love the sound of your voice. I hate the sound of my voice. I can't listen to the podcasts. Oh, I can't, like, I can barely watch the clips. Well, I yeah. can't watch myself back if I ever have to look at myself. Right. But I don't mind, like, I quite enjoy listening to the podcast. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, to back, to the, um, oh, back to my dinner. Back to the dinner. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. And then we were so full. We had some birthday cake for dinner. But um, it was just the most perfect dinner. Do, I do have an admission to make. Mm-hmm. The truffle uh-huh. was a massive letdown. Oh. It, was, it had almost no flavour. Oh. I did have a cold. I've still got a cold. You can probably hear me a bit nasally. I've lost my sense of smell. Right. So maybe... That's dumbed it down a little but bit. It definitely dulled it down. So it might have been mild, and okay. then it was dulled down to me for almost nothing. Yep. But truffle's quite a strong flavour, and we oh, made all the flavours yeah. of the food really like Light, mellow, like easy, bread, yep. pasta, gnocchi, so we could absorb the truffle. But no. And just almost didn't get it at all. So you, it's not a big deal, but like I wouldn't, yeah, I, was, I wouldn't buy a truffle again. We had fun grating it. It looked really aesthetic in all of the um, clips and stuff that I saw because I was like, was very you could tell that that was like, oh, this is a star of the dish. It was supposed to be the star of the dish, yeah. Right. Like, luckily, we we're in sensational cooks that night, and um, everything else was everything good. else was perfect. Yeah. But it just must have been. Um, I don't know. What, I did have it for a week. I had it in a backpack. I, I don't know. Um, the other truffle that I've tried has just like been like twenty times stronger. So, was it three hundred dollars worth of fun? No. <laughs> Can you take it off your bucket take list? Take it off my bucket list, yes. yes. Uh, and then the next night we had curried sausages. <laughs> made curried sausages. Do you like curried sausages? I, I actually do. Yeah, I, I remember doing it on um, a Friday out. challenge one day and everyone thrived off the recipe that I made curry Yeah, there's a on. couple of really good ones in the club, but he did whole sausages. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that looks weird. They look but... like big dicks. They <laughs> actually look like a big old dick in a pot. <laughs> Big old saucy dick in a pot. <laughs> and I like curry sausages. And I was like, oh, you're not going to cut them up? He's like, no, no, that's how... You, you well, he them. would prefer them like that, wouldn't he? You <laughs> <laughs> can't say that. You <laughs> can't say that. Why not? <laughs> you can't out him on the podcast? Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So there's some really good um, curried sausage recipes yeah, on the club. And I did, yeah. But you'd normally cut them up, but well, you still no, boil no, them this first. Is what, so I'm asking you a question. Okay. Well, yeah, what would you prefer? I did quite like them because the fork just kind of fell through it. It was really soft. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah, I would definitely keep with a slice, right. see it fly and slice. Anyway, 
Moving on. Then Jess made the chocolate cremeau tart from oh. uh, the Together book, yep. which I haven't had in ages. Uh, we did it in Queenstown for the event, and then she had made it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. So good. It is so good. That recipe is just outstanding. But effort. It's not. All you've yeah. got to do is okay. bake, blind bake the pastry. But, but, like, I compare it to, like, the cookie pie, and I'm like, cookie pie is zero effort. Cookie pie is zero effort. But if you're comparing it to, like, I say, say, like, any other sort of tart yeah. that you it's, have to bake really carefully, like a lemon tart or something like that, those yeah. are all way harder to make yeah. than the chocolate cremeau tart. Because you only bake the pastry, the, the cut, it's just like a set yeah. chocolate, which is really easy. Um, and then on Sunday... We had another dinner party and we did like Asian fusion kind of. And we did prawn rice papers, prawn and fish luck. So Heart Eyes cooked all this, by the way. And the and dumplings and Tom Yum. I made a Tom Yum soup. And that was really nice. He's been like gluten-free, vegan, no alcohol for five weeks now. So we were trying to have a dinner party that we could do easily do vegan, yep. gluten-free options. Yep. And Asian's definitely yes. the best. Yep. So the rice papers... Um, the laksa, laksa is actually, you, if you make the laksa sauce and then pour it over rice noodles with veggies, it's yep. gluten-free and vegan. Um, and the tom yum as well. Interesting. So, yeah. Someone And then funnily enough, someone asked me like the other day, oh, I'm having a gluten-free and vegan breakfast, what shall I cook? And I was like, oh, well, 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 let me tell you. Yeah. Like smash black bean, corn tortilla, guac, and then like maybe a dairy-free oh, sour cream chipotle sauce mm. on it. Yeah. And some fresh herbs and some pickled onion. Yeah. Like, I've, I've definitely had my eyes open this month to the possibilities of... The gluten-free vegan. Gluten-free vegan. vegan. Yeah. Like, I would rather die than do it myself, yeah. but... We were talking about diets the other day, and you were like, I just want to eat carbs and cheese. Yeah, that would be my diet, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so every diet in existence takes out the things that you want your I diet know, to I know, but I'm, like, not coping. I'm, like, putting on so much weight. I think I'm putting on a kilo a week at the moment while the gluten-free vegan's losing a kilo a week. It's yep. just not fair. And then he's finishing his diet next week, and he's like, oh, my God, we're going to eat so much food. We're going to eat good. Like, we're planning, like, this walking tour of the we town, and we're going to eat, eat everything, and then he'll be back on the booze and, like, off. Oh, not really stopped. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty good. I only had one. We had a big night on Thursday at karaoke. Very large night. We actually went back to my house after. Oh, really? And the vegan had gone home <laughs> and gone to bed. And he was like, don't bring, ev- don't bring everyone back here. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. We all knew, we all knew <laughs> I was going to bring everyone back there. Yeah. And then I must have, I don't know. Anyway, I went to bed, passed out. Everyone was still having a party. And he said... After each song finished, he was in. He took control of the music, oh. and after every song finished, he turned it down three notches. <laughs> so he like gradually faded everyone out. It's I was so like, good. "That's actually quite clever." He could have just turned it off. <laughs> and then apparently, two like two hours after I'd gone to sleep, I popped back up like a meerkat and ran back out Ready the to go door again. and turned the music back on. <laughs> Yes, so anyway, great weekend of food. Like, so much good food. Nice. We went to brunch at Pearl Cafe as well, which is, I think that's actually top my top fave at the moment. Yep. Absolutely loving it. If it wasn't so far away, we'd be there super often as well, I think. Yeah. It's good. Do you guys have a local in your area? No. No. No, literally that's probably the closest because we go the Welcome Bay back road and it pops us out. Um, oh, Yeah. Sort of in that vicinity of Papamoa. Well, you'll be over my side of town this weekend, so maybe you can... I know. I know. That was on my um, list to ask you about, actually. What what food are you preparing for Kit's birthday party? Oh, so we're going to have a ninja party. Savaloys? 
Yes. Good. Definitely. <laughs> I was going to make sausage rolls for the adults because that's quite a good one to prepare. I'll, pre- yep. I'll make them on Friday and bake them off on Saturday. The pork and chicken, they're so yum. Yep. But they're not out of place on a kid's party table. Yep. Uh, I've been looking at, like, ninja foods that we can sort of make n- into ninja so we're kind of gone because he didn't really specify what sort of ninja oh. party, but there's like a Lego ninja. Oh yeah, with the uh, just the eye. There's yep. just the eyes. You can just stick that set of eyes on Anywhere. anything, yep. and it looks ninja. Yep. So I need you to print me all the eyes. Right. Yes. And I'll just put like ninja eyes on the black cups and on maybe like black popcorn boxes, and we'll do red sauce. Steph's making eclairs. Uh, she nice. did like a Carlo or hazelnut cream oh, filling oh. with white and dipped the eclairs in white chocolate yes. the other week. And I I really want those, but maybe not a good idea to give all the five-year-olds Carlo no. and coffee. So, so maybe so, like mix them up and do half and half, kids safe version and Yeah, I, d- I said just do chocolate mousse or something. That would probably be amazing. Yeah. And Bets and Harley are coming down. I haven't seen them for ages. So I want to make my gnocchi again. Yep. Yep. Nice. I'll be on a roll with that. Uh, for a while. I was cracking up at the bunk bed situation as well. That's hilarious. I, I didn't even know you had two beds in Pepper's room. Yeah, well, that was Kit's bed. <laughs> so I moved it in there and I thought I'll eventually get rid of it or, like, you might want it at some point yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Whatever. But Pepper... So I thought Pepper might go on the bunks with Kit. Yeah. And then... I don't even care. Room. No, Pepper doesn't like the bunks because right. she feels like she's closed in. Because oh they are quite... They when are, you lay yeah. down, you are quite enclosed. I love that. It's like sleeping on a boat. Yep. I love yes. it. It's like my favourite way to sleep in like a small space. It's... So she won't sleep in them. She's never been able to manage a night there. That's so funny. So he's decided to move into her room. <laughs> so now you've spent like two and a half grand on bunk beds that don't... No, and I can't move them either because no. you'd have to unbuild the things. four beds, isn't it? Yeah, because there's a trundler there's down the bottom. There's a trundler underneath. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you get... ever get that sorted out? No. No. No, no I emailed them. Got yeah. no, no response. Jeepers. Okay, we won't call them out. No, well, I was about to. You were lucky oh. you had to stop me because it's a New Zealand. It was a. It's a New Zealand design-made company, but yeah. the um, customer service is coming from a guy named Vladimir who's in Eastern Europe somewhere. Right. So, I mean, I could. There could be Kiwis called Vladimir, and I'm just being assumptionist. But it's, yeah, and I, I complained three or four times and got no no real okay. response. So, yeah, okay. not ideal. Okay. Okay. Anyway. What have you been eating? Uh, on the weekend, I did pork belly burnt ends. Um, oh, yeah. That was on video. Friday. And that was so good because we had a whole massive pork belly left over from the photo shoot for Kate and Abel. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I have to do this now. We've kind of cut it up and done this. I'm like, what do I do with this? So I just smoked them for like the whole day. I pretty much forgot about them. I actually genuinely did forget about them. Yeah. Because we went into Bayfair and we went to the movies and we watched yeah. a movie with Abel, first movie. What did you watch? Not too bad. Um, Elemental. Elemental. Yeah. yeah. He was too young for it, really. And oh, okay. I kept him there for about an hour and then he just, like, grabbed his things, like his popcorn and his drink and, like, his little M&Ms and he got up out of his chair and he just looked at me and he said, let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been trying to, like, sit there for an hour, but I was bored as anything uh, as well. So I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right there. See ya. <laughs> um, and so after, you know, getting home three hours later or whatever and, and remembering that I had them on, put them in some sauce and then... We went to the Matariki trains at Memorial Park, which waited like an hour and a half in line to go on the little steam trainy thing. And then by the time we got home, which would have been like eight o'clock, I finally went, oh, that's right. We've got pork belly on the barbecue. 
So I turned them into little oh, tacos. Wow. They were delicious. Yeah, that sounds good. And it was lucky that um, I had them on really low and had them in sauce and all of that sort of stuff. So they just fell apart and they were delicious. And then the next day we had ribs, but I kind of wrecked the ribs. Don't want to talk about that. Failed. Um, what did you do? Too hot. I think I let them dry. I like I didn't wrap them. You didn't wrap them soon enough. And I thought I had it low enough and mm. I didn't think I did it long enough for that to happen. But I think... Um, yeah, I should have wrapped them, and anyway, I also made part the parve potatoes, and I'm going to do that. Oh, like, that is so good. They are so good. So, so, so good. So, yeah, that's okay. been on my plate. Very good. Yeah. Did you have people over, or just... No, just me and Hayley and the in-laws. You're a real yeah. um, barbecue dad at the moment, I'm getting, eh? I'm getting into it. you a real yep. Yep. barbecue dad. Well, it's kind of like cheating because it's a pallet grill and you just set the temperature and forget about it so i don't feel like full-on like yeah building a fire and really keeping an eye on it because mm. i don't have to but you know i'm dabbling i'm dabbling yeah dabbling I'm trying. yeah that's good that's good that you're using it because yep. i still haven't used my weber again <laughs> since that one time i cooked sausages <laughs> yep it's still not been summer. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah. do you know what's really funny i've actually like lost my touch with the wood fire pizza oven you haven't done enough, eh? I, no, well, I've the last three or four times something's not right, and I've been meaning to ring the pizza oven shop and ask them. But I used to always be able to make my dough, put it in the oven, and the base would co- it all cook evenly. Yep. And now, for some reason, the outside's cooking. The bottom middle of the dough is not cooking. Do you think you're not? But you'll be getting it heaps hot enough, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm sure that's not the problem because. I've honestly been spent like the last four months trying. I've used three different pizza dough recipes. Yeah. I have been putting like less sauce. I've like cut the yeast right back. I've played with the heat. I've played with different briquettes. I've tried like all sorts of different things. And I just can't get the base to cook to crispy in the middle. Do you think it's, um, do you think you need to like build up the fire, get it cranking and then almost like let the fire die down so it's not as hot in there, but there's still heaps of heat in the base? Well, whenever we do them, you kind of do that anyway. You just you do just that naturally because you're doing it all afternoon. Yeah. And it just Yeah, I've just really not been able to get it right. I don't know what's going on as if it's something with to do with the oven or me or the wood. I don't, I'm using the same wood. Everything's the same. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going real soggy. So what I've been doing is cooking, putting the dough in, like cooking the base, and then pulling it out and then building yeah. it and then putting yeah. it back in. But that's a it's pain. Yeah. yeah, I really – I was just thinking about it all the way to work this morning, like running through all the elements of what I could be doing wrong. Because I had it nailed. Did it get, like, soaking wet or something? Can the bricks on the inside just, like, full of moisture? And That but also crossed my mind. But I've literally – this is literally – I've been having this problem since uh, December, which is when yeah. I tried to use it again. And then the last three times I've done it, I've had the same issue. Yeah. And then on the – so on the weekend, I was like, right, I'm going to Google, like, a really good pizza dough recipe. Yep. Did some research, did that, made the dough, it was perfect. Nah, not good. Nah, still did the same thing. It was fine when you cook it without toppings. It was perfect for yep. the, um, just to do a flatbread with burrata. But as soon as you put, I did a tomato and cheese one for the kids, same problem. Interesting, eh? Yeah. Yep. Weird anyway. I'll move on. Yep. Food trends. You don't have any, eh? Oh, you know what? I think on my piece of paper from last week, I've got, um, no, I don't actually. It was on my other one. There's a dude that is on TikTok at the moment. And he cooks barbecue in a hotel room. He must be a trucker, right? Oh. Well, not barbecue, like slow cook stuff. And oh, it's yeah. it's a bit of a it's a bit of a meme. But he will go into a hotel, take the like the back of the cistern off the toilet, put in his um, 
sous vide machine and sous vide ribs in the cistern on the back of the toilet. Oh my gosh. Like all sealed and like done. That's quite funny. And, and make this whole thing about it. And then he, um, he cooked, I'm using air quotes here because I don't know if it's faked or not. He cooked ribs in the hotel's uh, pillowcase with a hairdryer. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just a recipe for a fire. That's definitely uh, it, not real, but... It, it but was the like, you know, he like pulled out sense. like the microwave tray and like, you know, like making this whole yeah. thing of like, you know, ripping That's apart this thing to make a little like warm tent oven, which I guess, you know, if you left it there for six hours, it might eventually cook some ribs. But, That's um, funny. Things that are on the internet now, eh? Oh, it's wild. I can't, I can't remember the um, name, but I'll find it and Adrian can chuck it in or if there's a clip or something. But um, it's, it just blows my mind that sort of how far we've gone down that track of cooking videos yes know. it's really like Tiny the cooking. most extreme have yeah. you ever seen that little asian lady at her desk she cooks like full three-course meals at her desk no. and she uses like her little like same sort of same sort of thing she's yeah. used everything she's got at her desk all of the, right. and she has all like mini all sorts of things yeah, yeah she does like this little gourmet meal anyway um i got i've had this one i've been meaning to talk about for a few weeks um but cookies um you know how cookies we've always like the the trending cookie has been like a, a thin cookie with a crunch on the outside and a chew in the middle and chopped yeah, chunks. A that's like, cookie. Yeah. So that's been like the cookie of the decade, yeah. right? We've moved back to fat cookies. Have we? Big fat cookies. Okay. Yeah, we have in Bali. There's a there's whole cookie shops dedicated yeah. to these fat cookies. Right. They're called something. Um, but they're really nice. Interesting. Yeah, I had one the other how, day. Like how cooked are they? Are they still soft and chewy? Or are they... The ones in Bali were. Yeah. The one that I had, I had it up the gondola, that's where I had it, mm-hmm. uh, in Queenstown, and it was just nice fat. It, it was more cooked. Yep. But it just, I think that we will start to see the thin cookie turn into... A thick cookie. The big fat cook, Big fat So like your, your ice cream scoop kind of dough thing just plonked on and not like spread yeah. out or anything. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't sort of go all the... I, need, I can't remember the particular style of it, but... Yep. Um, I don't know where it's come from. This might be one for Tash to look into. Like, yeah. the fat cookie's coming back, and I'm not mad about it. In Bali, I was like, what? And now I'm like, I'm actually on board with this. It'll the be thin cookie's I'll actually done it its to, dash. Um, I'll compare it to Subway, because... Yeah, I know, but I think you'll like them. I think you'll start to like them. Okay. Our palates will evolve past the thin cookie. Okay. It's an ever-trending thing, a changing thing, isn't it, the cookie? What, what part of the brownie do you like? Do you like a corner of a brownie or a side of a brownie or the middle of a brownie? Um, I don't really, mm, not really, okay. nah, but if I was, do you know, like, I'm going to go, I like somewhere in between, like, not the, not the edge edge, and not the middle middle, like, in between. In between. Yeah, because you want to get some yep. chew, but you don't want it hard, but do you don't you want remember, it too gooey. Do you remember back, um, in Rotorua at, uh, Zippy's, they did the mud cakes? Yes. And the mud cakes were like tall and they would microwave them yes. and like the whole middle of it would just melt away and it was almost like a self-sourcing mud cake. Yeah. I don't know why that came out That's mine, definitely but... a um, service foods mud cake that they just yeah. bought. That. We were oh, talking right. about these places the other day because oh, really? we used to go to Zippy's for a bagel yes. before bagels were cool. Yes. And you, they, it was like, yeah, like mind-blowing when we were like oh, 30. Like no, bagels. 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm 34, literally yeah, over 20 years ago. Okay. Um, 
bagel open, pile of salad, smoked chicken breast, big fat brie and cranberry yes. sauce, and it was yes. revolutionary, yep. the Zippy's bagel. Yep. And wedges, but I think it was Fat Dog Wedges, or was it Zippy's who did the big big thing of wedges, and they put so much sour cream on them. I think it was Zippy's as well, because they did the wedges, and then they did the nachos with like a whole bunch of yes. um, yeah. mince sauce, nacho Funny. sauce. Oh, anyway, yeah, I was reminiscing on that the other day. Um, they probably still do them. Do you know what else is coming on trend? Um, cottage cheese is really yeah. like back in force. Was this the whole cottage cheese and mustard thing? Yeah, but it's been day, used in everything now. It's yep. been like because people are right. It's actually I I always liked cottage cheese because it's quite it's a high protein, low fat alternative to like say sour cream or mayo. Yep. So you could blend that. Like we we'll do a recipe with our dude ranch. Jess has just put one on the club. You blend the cottage cheese with the dude ranch, and you've got like a high protein, low fat dip. ranch dip dressing dip. Yeah, but it's yep. got more um, sustenance yep. than uh, Greek yogurt. Yep. It's quite. A, it's a good ingredient. Cottage cheese. You can bake it into everything. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, nice to see that coming back. Is cottage cheese the one that's used quite a lot in Indian cooking? No, that's paneer. That's, paneer. that's more yeah. of a, a halloumi it's a kind firm, of firm. Yeah, it's yeah, a funny yeah. cheese, paneer, because it really yeah, it's somewhere between like tofu and halloumi, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Sag paneer is quite good. Um, to cancel. Firstly, I'd like to cancel Threads, the app. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It literally sucks. You know what I was laughing about? Like what? I probably spent like six hours on Threads the day that it released. And I don't think I've opened the app since. <laughs> I've opened it because I'm like, you know, I'm gonna try to stay relevant. Yeah. And yeah. it's so boring. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Twitter. You never use Twitter. You never got. It's, it's, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's um, it's the fastest growing product. It, it's like it like grew faster than ChatGPT when that opened up. Like it right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Everyone's on it. So I saw someone post this morning. I opened it and they're like, "Good morning to anyone who's left on Threads." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yep. crack up." Yep. I wonder if it'll take off or not. Oh, I mean, it would have had a huge spike and it'll mellow out. And yeah. I still think that. I mean, we should still be interacting with people interacting on it because I feel like it's going to be a different time. Well, I have. A, you've got the login for the Pepper and Me one. Yeah. So, but you're never going to. How do you get new followers on it and stuff? Well, it's just the same as Twitter. But, I but think no one's going to see what you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you your your like for you page or whatever on Threads, mm. like almost everyone that's going to show up on that page you don't follow. But it's going to be oh, people. Oh, there was a for you page. People that have interacted with those pages that you follow. So if yeah, you yeah, interact yeah. with page ABC, yeah. and I follow you, then ABC page is going to show up on the thing. Like when these apps start, they're all about trying to show people, you know, gain following because everybody wants that sensation of getting a big following. So, like all Threads wants is for people to follow other people. Like they're just going to show you other right. stuff that you like. Okay, so confusing. But. But I thought the same thing about TikTok when it first launched, so I'm not one to listen to. I was like, what's this weird platform? Yeah. But everything was weird on it back then, and then like now yeah. it's like life-changing yeah. platform. So like we're doing research for going away to Italy, and you could just like, oh, what's that hotel like? Instead yeah. of reading the reviews, look it up on TikTok. TikTok, and you've got four tours through the bedrooms. Yeah. It's so good. It's just so handy. for If you don't have TikTok, and you're like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that, like there's things like practical uses, which... You just would never have had before. So we're like looking at all the attractions and like where should we stay and mm, like it's mm. giving you so much more information. You know, people used to buy guidebooks like yeah. the Lonely Planet yeah. Yeah. guidebook, and I was wanting to the other day. I was like, I really want to know more about 
It's the restaurants. I'm trying to study restaurants for to take people to my tour. You just go on TikTok. You just go on TikTok and you look at the and area. You can actually and you just... save like favorites into folders and like yeah. sort out all of that sort of stuff. It's really good. Oh, um, yeah, for travel, it's just so good. And for food, it's so good. I know that trends get frustrating, but yeah. The, co- the comment sections are quite brutal, which is quite interesting. Like, I think it's because so it's a lot more... more maybe international traffic that we get on it. Like, yeah. In Instagram and what we're used to, it's kind of like our little community of people that follow us and we're kind of not like ring fenced by it yeah but it's definitely nowhere near as ruthless maybe tiktok accounts are way less are way more hidden as well whereas instagram people tend to be more real yeah maybe. there is a lot of fake accounts yeah. on there accounts with yeah. nothing yeah yeah, yeah a lot of, just a lot of people are arguing with you yep. about nothing just like waste, like weird. Anyway, yes, it's I've got a very thick skin. There's literally like nothing that could offend me, really. We're getting um, think. we are uploading like our clips onto YouTube Shorts as well, just to see if it works and to see what happens. And YouTube's a whole nother beast again. Yeah, of TikTok short, really kind of videos, and. All of the comments on the video so far, which is like a massive three comments, are being like, "Just because you have a microphone doesn't mean you need to upload this." Like, it, like <laughs> it's just like uh, yeah. whatever. I guess it's engagement at the end of the day. And yeah, true. It is engagement. It's whatever. quite funny. Yeah, like that video of um, Kit that I put up when he was wearing a dress. Yeah, and it just had, it, it got over a million views oh, be- yes. because everyone in the comment section was like, "Why is that boy wearing a dress?" Yes. And that's right. Yeah, but then people defend him and like there's yeah. this big war going yeah. on. Literally yeah. got a million views for yeah. Yeah. my most irrelevant video. And anyway. I think our clips that have worked well on TikTok for the podcast are like controversial stuff as well. I know, I know. So we just have to be more controversial. Yeah, but then I'm you're always towing the line, aren't you? If like it's be controversial but not get cancelled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Podcasts are good. The podcast's good because we can really like you can say be a little bit more. Um, open with what you're saying you don't have to really think things through yeah like yeah. I definitely have a massive filter on Instagram as yeah. to like try and not yeah. upset people or yeah. offend people whereas I don't so much on here yet. yeah interesting yeah I think that's probably true though yeah and I think it's context as well if somebody is listening to a 45 minute podcast you can kind of hear how the conversations have come about and like yeah where you get some background to it maybe I don't know maybe anyway let's still not get cancelled <laughs> Um, I saw the, uh, the not the flavors of plenty. What's the whole um, my takeover? Wow, words. Uh, kitchen takeover. My kitchen takeover. Kitchen takeover. Yeah. Kitchen takeover. They're doing an AI competition, and I thought that's something that we should do. So, I would give you three ingredients to cook with. Oh yeah. And I would give. This is what they're doing. So we're totally ripping off their idea. And then I would um, give the same three ingredients to ChatGPT and cook oh, what ChatGPT tells me to cook. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, so clever. Yeah, that's actually real clever. And then see what you come up with versus what the Yeah, AI I've been following an account that is literally recipes that AI has come up with. Oh, really? So it's like, give me the best Nashville hot chicken or whatever, yeah. and it takes every single recipe on the bloody oh, internet. Mixes with them the all best, together. And then, like, combines it, and yep. it's a bit scary. It's crazy, eh? It's so cool what it can do, but it's, yep, scary. Yeah, I better get into it. I've not used it because I don't really, like, have any need to. It's becoming more and more easy to access now as well. Like, say, three months ago, you had to have an account and you kind of had to know what prompts to put in to get what you wanted out, but now it's, like, ridiculously easy. Crazy. Crazy. 
Yeah, we should do that as a video. Yeah, that'd be good. That'll be good. Did you have anything to cancel? No, I don't have anything to cancel. Do you have something to cancel? No, I no, just vapes. <laughs> <laughs> just cancel vapes. I'm okay with that. What? I've never really Yeah. Yeah, all my friends vape, but yeah. like none of them smoke ciggies. Yeah. I'm like, what are you what's the point? And everyone vapes inside and like vapes in your face and like vapes at dinner table and shit. <laughs> Like, why? What's the purpose? I want to have a puff of a watermelon sorbet while I'm enjoying my eye fillet. Off you fuck. <laughs> Not for me. The vaping. And they leave, you leave them everywhere. Like, every time people come to my house, there's like 10 vapes there yeah. left behind. All stuck into a wall charging or something. Oh, they're all over the show. Like, literally everywhere, vapes. God, and they're all disposable, eh? Not, not all of them. Most of them be, are. This will be an interesting one. Yeah. They are, yeah. Like, they're like, a lot of them are those single-use ones. Yeah. I saw a real hilarious ad the other day being like, um, tobacco companies are just like the most um, non-relevant company to advertise. Because like, you can't advertise cigarettes to anyone anymore. You're, like, you're not allowed to advertise them. Everyone knows cigarettes are gross. Yeah. Or like, it's a fairly common kind of... Thing. And so the advertising was like obviously a meme advertising being like smoke a cigarette and every cigarette is equal to seven days off of your student loan repayment, meaning it's going to kill you earlier. Oh, <laughs> oh funny. Like, that's ruthless. Who did that? It was just a meme. Company? It was just oh, a, was meme. a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. It was like, oh, you yeah, know, that's, that's how irrelevant cigarette companies are. And yeah. I guess that's why now they're turning to vape, trying to make vapes cool, because that's the only way they can. Oh, well, they've succeeded. Like, vaping would have to be the quickest growing industry in the past two years that's ever yep. come up. It's crazy. It's going to be like party pills, and it's just going to be made like illegal at illegal. some point. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting, because uh, what did they say was now been proved to be the leading cause of cancer? Artificial sweetener. The other day. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, everyone who's gone off Coke and onto Coke Zero for yep. the last 10 years and we've been mowing Coke Zero, let's yeah, know tomorrow, and now that's me. been just, like, that'll yeah. be what happens with vapes in 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, vapes are now proven to be the no biggest source of cancer. Oh, I don't know, you know. But that's interesting about the sweetener, yeah. eh? What's worse? I don't know. I have Coke, Coke no sugar. Coke Zero. I have Coke no sugar. Always. Yeah, I don't mind one. But I have, like, I have like one, uh, maybe, like, one or two a month. Not like it might be three or four, but yeah, yeah not, not every day. Not on the daily. Anyway, no. I'm certainly not a picture of health, so I don't. I'm not like I'm not showing off. <laughs> I could probably consume fifty thousand calories a day. Yeah. Uh, what's on at Pepper and Me? We've had quite a bit going on. Well, I've been busy. Um, what have you been doing? Heaps, heaps. We've been busy. We've been busy doing heaps of um behind the scenes stuff to try and get our processes set up for Christmas um, and make sure that when Christmas comes, we're going to be as smooth as possible. Yeah. Um, well, that'd be good. Rearranging warehouses, changing how we do fulfillments, mm. changing how we do stock takes, setting up systems. It's, it's dumb because it's like stuff that doesn't bring in money. <laughs> you're like busy and you're like, cool, yeah. you're real busy. Where's the money? Yeah. Instead of just spending money. But I hope that it pays off. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll so. see. Never seems to. Uh, <laughs> Never seems to work. I've been trying... I mean, so we've got Adrian editing my videos. Yeah. And I feel like I've just been 
hopefully made a breakthrough in how I'm going to film my content now, yep. and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop doing the stories the way I do them. Yep. And just do, do edited videos. clips. Yeah. Because yep. no one has well, like the views on the stories have halved. Mm. Like the people clearly don't have that much time to watch them all through. Interesting. So I'm gonna try and make sure everything's edited now to like short. And then when you put the reel up a couple of days later, you almost need to do some stories being like, just put this reel up. This is what I cooked. Go watch the reel. Yeah, but then the reel, reel is a max length of a minute 30, and it's actually quite hard. We're sitting at lots of them. Some of them are, some of them are sitting at two minutes, mm. and two minutes is about the perfect time for me to be able to explain a cooking video. That's how long the ricotta video was. Yeah. So I've put that on TikTok, and I've put it on my story. But you can't do it and on then reels. Jess will get what we're going to try and do as well as with like filming these like pre-film the videos. Me get the recipe to Jess. Yeah. We get a photo of the recipe so that like the same day that I put the video on the story, the it's recipe the is live on the club, and yep. we can share it in a post. Yep. The TikTok's live, so like you're not looking for this content like two weeks later. Like oh, where was that thing you? Well, you would have forgotten about ago? it. Yeah. So we're just trying to like tie that content all in together and then tie it in with emails as well. It's real interesting because that's how like almost every other company would do it. Oh, 100%. And they probably do like one recipe and then put a whole thing behind it yep. rather than me trying to do five a day. But like <clears throat> I think we'll stumble. Like I've just been trying to figure out what the best way to film the video content is, whether it's like down onto the food or at me cooking the food. Mm. And it's really hard to do a combination of both without any help. Yeah, yeah. And like without a, you know production set up. set up going on but I th I think we've got that one right I'm really happy with that Noki video and hopefully that starts to make the content a bit more consistent and yep. like yeah I think it'll be good and I think it'll do good for TikTok as well because I hope be so consistent I do hope so yep. um and then yeah maybe posting some more recipes because so the Pepper and Me Club is our recipe website hopefully you guys are all members it's five dollars a week and we put up Five dollars a month. Five dollars a month, like it's so cheap. Yep. And we have contributors and they write recipes for it. And then there's like I think there's five new recipes a week that go up Most on there, the which time, is yeah. so many. So every time we release a new product, you've got new recipes constantly coming out on the club. And then everything I cook goes onto the club as well. So we're trying to make that platform better because we haven't improved it in the last five years, really. So we're trying to give it a facelift. We're trying to reshoot yeah. new photos. We're going to bring back the old recipes that were so good. And reshoot There's like thousands of recipes on there now. Yeah. We don't really need so many new ones. We really need to like refine Re and make those ones. ones that we have perfect and get the good photos and remind people about them. Good videos and stuff, yeah. Get shopping lists going. Yeah. Get like... We want to get an app eventually or yeah. some sort of... Needs to go on an app. Web app. Yep. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And then Kit graduates from preschool tomorrow and then he starts school on Monday. So... Crazy. Yeah, I've got a big week. It's going to be very interesting. Having two kids at school. Who knows? Yeah. Big week. That's exciting. It's a milestone. Oh, it is a milestone. It's massive. Yeah. I'm not sure... Well, like, I'm sure he'll be fine once he settles in, but... It's going to be probably a hectic month of like overwhelmed feelings. Yep. I think he's got a bit of a roller coaster of like, he's going to really have to learn to simmer his emotions or like get, yeah. get a hold of his emotions. Because at it, school, it's a bit different to yeah. if he's. Yeah, yep. if he loses it. And I think he really needs that. But I, from what I've heard, like a lot of other little boys are the same. Yep. Like they haven't regulated their emotions yep. properly by five. Like yep. he will. 
He will stomp his feet around and like <laughs> he doesn't really cry so much, but he'll shit he'll slam a door or like. <laughs> like he's yeah. gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Even when we went for his visit, they all had pizza. Yeah. Because uh, oh, it was pizza, pizza right. day, and he went to uh, he didn't get any obviously because yeah. he was doing a visit, yeah. and he just bursted. I could yeah. see him looking at me across the room, and I said eyes are welling yeah. up, and I just yeah. went over. I was like, "Are you all right?" And he was trying not to cry, but then he just. They just tears just overflowed because yeah. he didn't have a slice oh, of pizza. Man. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I know it sucks because I would like a slice of pizza too, but, you know, yeah. this is life. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Yeah. I think we've hit something similar. Like, I feel like Abel's just come into that stage where he's feeling the emotions hard as, like, what, three and a half? Well, not quite three and a half, but it's like, man, doing all the things. Like, got him toys to like calm down like special calm down yeah. toys and breathing toys and yeah. exercises and all of this and yeah and it's just chaos but we finally got him sleeping through the night again which was good. yeah that's good. massive because that he's been up sh- every night at 2a <sighs> for a while yeah two or three times a night up come yeah i think mm. that's just the baby kind of waking him up though mm. anyway yeah anyway <coughs> um this, this this podcast is sponsored by um Cain and abel um, Cane Label is our, our knife brand that we run at the same time. We've just launched two brand new spank. I reckon this is my favourite knife. I never really liked the one. Yeah, you like that one. It's actually not my favourite knife. I always liked Tom Petty over, um, over the one. The Handyman is my favourite knife. And my this, is, this is like a little bit of an in-between kind of thing. So this is Lazarus. Lazarus, this is... Noah. So Noah's a cleaver. It's a lovely heavy knife, and Lazarus is a long chef's knife with a yep. pointed tip on an angle, and they're both made from dimpled steel, and they're beautiful. Stunning. Got a bit more weight to them, which I actually like. Um, so yeah, use the code LawnersCool at checkout on kandenable.co.nz, um, and and grab yourself a nice new knife. And so you've done a discount code I've on done, that. Yeah, I've done a yeah, discount good code. idea. Lawn is cool because I am cool. All right. Very um, good. All right, have a good week. Nice short and sharp days. one. Catch up. We're going to go to Auckland and do some podcasting next week, aren't we? Hopefully. That's the yes, plan. Yeah, got some, need to get so we some might be, um, fresh meat for you guys. Out and about. All cool. right, thank Thanks. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz.